Doesn't that sound crazy? I learn crazy stuff all the time. It's going to be another edition, another fast-forward edition of the Fritzcast. And in this episode, everything I talked about last week is pretty much a lie. That's right. Uh, We're going to look at details into the Republican Party and how things have changed a little bit towards Donald Trump. Uh, We also have Glenn Beck meeting with Facebook, a couple other conservative players meeting with Facebook over censorship. Freedom of speech, I mean, what does it mean to you, really? And can you believe that President Obama may have said something that you actually agree with? you got to give people their props. It's all this and more. This is a FritzCast Fritz Forward. Everything I said last week is a lie except for whatever I said about Loy. Anything that I said about Loy, I might even have to scale back and not talk about him. As much as I normally do, I, I found out today, sort of, that uh, he's a little conceited, a little vain. Uh, anytime he hears his name, uh, it's like it's like uh, fireworks are going off on the Fourth of July. He's like he's lost in the sauce, so to speak. So it's another edition of the Fritzcast, another Fritzcast, Fritz forward. I should have done that last week. My wife said. You dropped the ball. You you dropped the ball. Horrible dropping of the ball and an opportunity for uh, market shilling. You know, market shilling. Fritz cast is my thing. Why wouldn't it be a Fritz forward rather than a fast forward? I don't know. I thought it sounded really good put together, but you know, hey, it is what it is. That's actually going to tie into something that I'm going to do to the show uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, I'm I'm thinking about. Not every, not every Friday, but let's say, let's say we go a month, right? Let's say we take the entire month of May, for example. What if I condensed all the episodes that I did of Fritzcast for the month of May, and that last Friday, I, I do up this, this special, like, fast, well, not fast forward, we call it the Fritz forward, and it would highlight... Everything from the show that I did in the past month. It'll just take some of the highlight, uh, you know, drive home points from the show and condense it into about 15 to 20 minutes. I, I think that would uh, expand people listening. Uh, I think it would give people a good taste of what we do here on the Fritzcast. And uh, so, uh, you know, maybe I'll do that. Look out for that in the future. It would, uh, it would start off just like how this started off, with that jumble of noise, uh, which I thought was pretty cool and pretty well done. Uh, I don't care if, if you do. Actually, I do. I'd like some feedback on that. Did it sound, did it sound uh, annoying? Did it sound uh, like, oh, hey, this kid's doing cool stuff? I don't know. You tell me. I just record this stuff and upload it, and you listen to it. That's how it works. But again, as I said, uh, everything last week I said about uh, the Republican Party and Donald Trump and how it seemed it w- was a lie, um, except everything I said about Loy. And just real quick, let's let's get some things out of the way. Um, let's get some things out of the way on Loy. And, uh, you know, we can get some help from our friend Hillary Clinton. Remember the lie detector barking dog thing? We're going we're gonna to use that. Number one, Loy says my impression of Bernie Sanders isn't good. Uh, Hillary... How, is my impression of Bernie Sanders terrible? Oh, 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 you know? 
Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought it was one of the better ones around. Uh, also, Loy uh, seems to think that conspiracy theories are like factual, like for real. Like I, I have fun exploring conspiracy theories, but Loy likes to say just controversial things for the sake of their being, uh, for the sake of them being controversial. Now, is 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 that a cool practice to be in, Hillary? Not looking good for you, Loy. Not looking good for you at all. But you know what else? You know who else deserves some Hillary Clinton barking like a dog? Paul Ryan. You see, Paul Ryan went from saying, you know, oh, well, uh, it's the presumptive nominee's job to unify the party, and, and we're not ready to back him yet. And here, a CNN article updated yesterday, no, two days ago, 514, it's 516 Monday, 516 today. The CNN article says, uh, you know, Paul Ryan is now praising Donald Trump. Uh, says that they're getting ready to meet next week. Uh, they have a very positive step towards unification. Uh, quote, our teams are meeting next week to go over the deeper meaning of the policies that we have been talking about that come from the principles we universally share as Republicans. He added... Quote, it is no secret that Donald Trump and I have some disagreements. It's no secret that we've, from time to time, clashed on an issue or two. That happens with people. That happens with Republicans. He continued, quote, The question is, can we put together a process that really actually gets our party unified so that we're at full strength in the fall? And based upon the meetings that we had on Thursday, I'm encouraged with the beginning of this process, end quote. So, it's completely different now. It's it's um, it's trying to unify behind Donald Trump, and it's brought uh, forth this volatile... Uh, it's coming back in. I talked about it episodes ago, and I mean literally episodes ago, that it's, bring, it's brought forth this volatile, okay, well, if you're not going to vote for Donald Trump, a vote for the third party is a vote for Hillary Clinton. And uh, people on the Democratic side are, are saying this, too. They say, oh, well, if you don't vote for Hillary Clinton, that's a vote for Donald Trump. Actually, in all honesty, let's just hold, hold on. Hold on a minute. All these statements about voting, uh, about not voting for one person is, is really a vote for the other, they're all... Wrong! They're all wrong. They're all dead wrong. A vote for whomever you're going to vote for is a vote for that person or that party, or that principle, whatever, whatever it is. You, you can't, you, you Republicans, you can't start looking at me and pointing fingers and talking about how I uh, felt disavowed by the Republican Party, uh, left it. I left it a while, a long, long, long time ago. If you even want to say I was a part of it, I was never registered as a Republican, for real. Uh, disavowed from them, didn't, didn't feel included and if I was still registered at this point I would not you know I would not be supporting Donald Trump I'm not behind that and I'm not uh, I'm definitely not behind this line of thinking that would suggest that if I vote for somebody other than Donald Trump that it would be a vote for Hillary Clinton my vote for the libertarian candidate whoever whomever it may be is not done out of spite against Donald Trump. It's not. It's because I don't believe in Donald Trump. I don't believe he represents 
real, true, conservative-like values. I don't think he reflects uh, even mildly libertarian values that I've been slowly learning and adopting. Uh, It's just that I'm not voting for him. And for everybody that wants to play the game and talk about how we need to unify behind this man to keep Hillary Clinton out of office is ridiculous. It's the same way that saying, if you say, a vote for a third-party candidate is a vote for Hillary Clinton. Well, then is a vote for Hillary Clinton a vote for Donald Trump? So don't talk to me about how I'm going to screw this nation up if I don't put it in the vote for Trump because the third party couldn't possibly win. I get that. Most of us voting for the Libertarian Party don't expect there to be such a surge that the Libertarian candidate would become president. We're doing it because we want that percentage to get high enough that federal funding has to be open to the party, legitimizing it, giving them a a new platform and a new voice that they've never had before. That's the whole goal with it. Uh, if, If by chance enough in the nation stood up and voted Libertarian, it would be a whole different ballgame for politics, but we can't get into that right now, can we? Not really. It all just brings to mind this this quote Joe Biden said uh, in an article from The Hill. Uh, he said, quote, politics have become recently become a blood sport. Um, it says back in the day, we used to treat each other with respect. And nowadays, there's just that's not in that's not in the mix anymore. It's not about a, it's not about a game of respect. It's about uh it's about proving you're right and shutting up your opponent is is essentially what politics has become, which is sad. Which is part of the reason why I started this this type of a program, this type of a podcast thing, where we can sit down and we can kind of analyze different angles of politics and talk about how certain things are ridiculous that uh, that we are even having debates on them and vice versa. So I'm just saying there, there's a lot of change that could could be made from talking and from treating each other with a little bit of respect, like human beings almost, you know. Maybe, maybe not maybe not exactly like human beings, but... And I know uh, treating everybody like a human being, I know that would be just a little too extreme. I mean, not everybody, you know, obviously, hopefully. You know I'm joking here, right? I'm totally, totally joking. Totally joking. So that's like the Paul Ryan, that's the GOP legacy right now, is the fact that all last week it seemed like all of them were saying, well, wait, wait, we're not uh, we're not quite backing Trump yet. Um, he's presumptive. He's the presumptive nominee. Hello. And this week it's all, oh, we're getting behind Trump. If you're not getting behind Trump, you know, if you're voting, you're voting what? You're voting for who? Gary, Gary Johnson? What? That's a vote for Hillary Clinton, my friend. Trying to make you feel small and little. Because you don't want to fall in line with somebody who's not even really a Republican. And yes, can we have that argument? Can we? Can we? This, this article from the Washington Post is from June 16th. Uh, he's, he's switched at least five times since the late 80s, uh, according to voting records. All right, he was, uh, let's see. First time in New York as a Republican in July 1987, only to dump the GOP more than a decade later for the Independence Party in 1999. In 2001, he enrolled as a Democrat. Eight years later, he returned to the Republican Party. 
After only two years registered as a Republican, he left again in 2011, marking the box, I do not wish to enroll in a party. Donald Trump is not a conservative. He's not a Republican. He's not... And and you know what is the sad part is that people will hail him for that. They'll say, well, he didn't play the game. Look at that. He He didn't mind switching it up. He didn't mind switching parties and affiliations. Well... I didn't, but I got made fun of. I get made fun of constantly for being an unaffiliated voter, for being an independent voter, and for now being a libertarian voter. But Donald Trump can have this storied history of not being any particular party, teasing presidential runs uh, across different platforms, teasing a presidential run with, with Jesse Ventura, of all people, and still... The Republican Party will now be like, well, yeah, yeah, we're getting behind Trump because the Republican Party right now, the only thing the GOP and you GOP voters getting behind Donald Trump, the only thing you care about right now is a win. You 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 care about a win and a check in the column. That's it. Because everybody, for some reason, everybody this year in the GOP feels like that if you don't get that win, if you don't score the W this, this year, that it's all over, which... Guess what? I, I, I'm i the one who feels that if Donald Trump gets the W, so many bad things are going to happen. So many people are going to turn on the Republican Party even worse than they are now. True conservative-minded people, there's no party right now. There's no party for you to flock to because Donald Trump isn't the head of that. I can tell you Donald Trump isn't the head of that. Fairly easily. He's already talking about and has already mentioned about how he's going to pull... Hillary Clinton voters and Bernie Sanders voters because the GOP voters, they should already be falling in line by now because it's all about the W. That brings me to how about his leaked vice presidential picks? I don't know if you guys have seen this. This is from the blaze.com news story came out just a couple days ago. Ben Carson kind of joined the, the cavalcade of other candidates such as Chris Christie to, Follow Trump around, I, I guess, be in the inner circle. Uh, I don't I don't even want to go off the conspiracy theories and the, the backdoor angles that could be why Ben Carson's uh, going around with uh, Donald Trump right now. But uh, according to Carson, um, in an interview with the Washington Post, gave some names that are on the short list for VP for Donald Trump. John Kasich is one. I would not be surprised if John Kasich stayed in the primaries as long as he did specifically to to lock up a VP nod for Trump if he was doing Trump a favor, so to speak. John Kasich, uh, Marco Rubio, Lion Ted Cruz is on that list. Lion Ted. Donald Trump has no shame to bash somebody uh, in, in ways that he doesn't even have to back up. And then immediately after he beats them, oh, they're, they're a great individual and I would uh, be honored if they would uh, be my vice presidential candidate. Sarah Palin's also on that short list, and of course, Fat Boy. That's I shouldn't. That's that's a very bad insult to be chucking around. But Chris Christie is also on that short list, and every time you see, notice every time you see Chris Christie in the background for the news with Donald Trump, he usually has some kind of face, some some kind of look on his face of shame, uh, shame, embarrassment. Kind of like the, how did I get to this point in my life? That that type of thing. That's what it seems like he has going on every time you see him in the back of a, a Trump press conference. 
Now, we could dive into Hillary Clinton's VP choices, but why bother? It's going to be Elizabeth Warren. It's the only way she, she could appeal to the Bernie Sanders crowd. At least that's my prediction right now. You can you can mark it down that I said Elizabeth Warren would be uh, Hillary. It'll be the all-first female ticket, and if you're against it, you're probably a sexist. I don't know. That's that's probably an unfair criticism in and of itself for me to, to throw out there. That's not what it's about. But... To to appeal to all the Bernie Sanders supporters, the you know I think the one way that that the one surefire way Hillary Clinton can do it, short of picking Sanders as her VP nod, which is nigh un, unto impossible, um, nigh unto impossible. Does that make sense? I don't. That's probably like the worst phrasing of words ever. I don't care. That's what happens when you're time tight on your podcast this week. Next week, next week we return to the normal format of the Fritzcast where I write out the episodes and everything. But I don't want to go into her VP choices because it's most likely Elizabeth Warren. Let's uh, look at the Nevada, the Nevada issue. Defiant Sanders says campaign was denied fairness in Nevada. There was this big stink about uh, the Nevada Democratic Party abusing its power to unfairly hurt his campaign denied accusations of promoting violence among his supporters. That's what Bernie Sanders said. He denied that. He blasted his critics within the party who have accused him of promoting violence, calling such accusations complete and total nonsense. Uh, Within the last few days, there have been a number of criticisms made against my campaign organization. Party leaders in Nevada, for example, claim that uh, the Sanders campaign has a a penchant for violence. That is nonsense. Our campaign has held huge, massive rallies across this country, this great nation, against Wall Street and the the top tenth of one percent, including high crime areas, and there have been zero reports of violence. Period. The end. What was the big stink? I have actually little audio clip bits here for you I want you to listen to. Um, all happened at Nevada. All over voter disenfranchisement. Uh, well, not voter disenfranchisement per se, but there was a lot of shady-ish going on. Maybe I'll get a censor button on this program. I don't know. It's, it's getting to that point where I have to almost. Listen to some of the clips here. So I'm asking all of you, Hillary and Bernie, Please smile, because we're Democrats. I love this. Listen to the audience. Boo. Listen to them. The motion is this. I am asking you to have a recount. 9.30 was too soon for a preliminary vote. Okay, the audience is into it now. Okay, yeah, recount. Pins and petitions. I wonder if there was like a time constraint or like a certain time you had to be there. If they would actually complain about the time that was set to be there. I don't know.
people are not happy by this lady, obviously. She she said she said something that obviously ticked them off. Listen to a lot, a lot of nose, a lot of nose there, a lot of nose and booing. This is why we don't do things by voice count or anything. You can't really tell. Clearly unhappy folks, but we're not done yet. Very more demanding a recount, not listening to it. If you're booing me, you're Bernie. You're booing Bernie Sanders more, toying with people. Uh, what, what did Sanders further say? This is all but from the Hill, by the way. So he further stated, uh, "The Democratic leadership used its power to prevent a fair and transparent process uh, from taking place. If the Democratic Party is to be successful in November, it is imperative that all state parties uh, treat our campaign supporters with fairness." And the respect that they have earned. Again, at the end of the day, I have no idea why Bernie Sanders signed up to be a Democrat. Well, actually, I do. It's because he wouldn't get anywhere on the independent banner. And that's the breaks. It just it, it's it's a lot of like the Nevada thing. If you watch the videos, if you, if you look a little more in depth to it, it's crazy what happened in Nevada, how people were acting. Um, read urges read uh there's there's an article here of uh harry reed urging sanders to denounce the violence which apparently there was no violence there was just a lot of disagreement a lot of verbal argumentation going on um but apparently there's been obscene death threats i don't know it's it's all crazy there's about 900 different um stories that you can read the dnc is asking uh, DNC and Debbie Wasserman Saltz asking Bernie Sanders to tell his supporters uh, or telling Bernie to denounce his supporters their, and their demeanor. I don't know what to make of it. I really don't. I hope to dive in more in depth with it next week uh, when we pick up and have a, a, a normal-sized episode instead of a condensed episode. So I'm going to wrap it this week. It's been 23 minutes of just just awesomeness. I'm glad you all joined uh really been picking up steam lately um and it's because of you guys it's because you guys have been sharing and liking and and reposting i got a couple people on soundcloud that i've uh, talked to a little bit who repost my tracks when it's something that they like I, I really i appreciate it i appreciate you listening absolutely i appreciate you sharing with your friends and i hope that you all continue to do so 
I hope that I can continue to curve the program in a good direction and, and get a lot better as we move on. Um, there, there's a lot that I could have gone over. There, I mean, there's there's so much information in the news right now, so much going on, and it seems like seems like I have so little time sometimes to sit in front of the microphone and and organize it and put it together an episode, especially last episode and and this episode right here where I kind of jumbled, I was rushed. I have so much that uh, we had a super delegate flip from from Bernie Sanders to Hillary Clinton, you know. Um, one of the things that I want to, the Saudi 9-11 bill that I talked about a couple weeks ago, that actually got passed. And, you know, there's still serious concerns about, um, I will I will mention that the Senate bill, the Senate passes bill allowing 9-11 victims to sue Saudi Arabia. I, the 23 pages are still in limbo. There's a lot that we could talk about uh, into that. Uh, and there's still the possibility that Obama, you know, with the mighty pen, strikes it down. So there's so much that could be talked about. Next next week, the episode um, is going to be normal. I have a normal schedule to work with. Might not come out Monday, might come out Tuesday. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of subjects that I stuff in there, a lot of writing. Should go its, its typical 40 to 45 minutes even. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be able to get back into the fray and into the normal swing of it. But I hope I make the program better. As always, I'm I'm open to people's suggestions, open to people's criticism. I really I am. I need it. Uh, I need it to better myself and uh, evolve into a better radio host, so to speak. I'm I'm not even going to beat around the bush. This is all in hopes that this can become a profession. So I've got some some good things coming up in the works. I got a buddy who wants me to call him up. And he wants to be uh, on the show. I'm hoping to do it in such a way that it's not terrible audio quality. I'm still trying to work that out. So if anybody has any advice, I'm, I'm actively looking on the internet. But if anybody has good advice about getting phone calls in on the on the podcast, that would be great. Uh, but I'm working. I'm in the works with him. Uh, he's a good dude. Very, uh, very self-sufficient. Uh, been to his farm a couple of times. Well, been to his farm once, but... Love the experience. Plan to give him more of my business, but I want him on to be able to talk about small town farming, small farming, and uh, you know, being organic. Uh, host of topics. He's very political too. He has a whole different insight to politics than you or I have on a on a personal level. So we'll work on that. Work on getting some guests in. Actually, the the legacy. He's wanted. He's solicited. He said he wants to be on the show. I'm not so sure we should do that because you're just going to hate him. But you know, sometimes you have to throw something out there to hate. I don't know. There's also there was a libertarian debate yesterday hosted by Pendulette. I'm scouring the interwebs to see if I can find anything on that. That'll probably be in the uh, episode next week. So, again, thanks for listening, guys. You are my audience. I appreciate you. Keep sharing, keep liking, keep commenting, keep sending in your emails, your tweets. I'm at FritzQS on Twitter. We're uh, FritzCast on Facebook. And, of course, remind your friends, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, and uh, Stitcher, home of the FritzCast. So, thanks all. See you next week.